This episode of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast is sponsored by Palladium Books at palladiumbooks.com. To season twenty, episode twelve. Episode twelve of Whoa. Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. Woo. My name is Stu. My name is Gina. I'm Joey. I'm Stork. And uh, I'm back from last week. I Yay! Yay. Getting ready for a party. You were here. I was here, but yeah. I was a heck of a party too. Yeah. I gotta say. You had Thank homework. You. I was kind of sad I couldn't come. Uh, my other party was mm-hmm. kind of lame. The entire time, I kind of wish I was here. I'm sorry. That's as I know. as as the. You know, Dionysus. There were less people him. dressed up this year than there have been in the past. That's a shame. Yeah. Oh yeah. Eventually, it's going to stop. Stu had an awesome <laughs> costume. Stark had an awesome costume. Nobody knew who I was. No. No. I did. Nobody did. You, that's because I told well, a couple you, of people. Once you told me, I knew who you. Oh were. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. That's sufficiently ob- obscure. It <laughs> yeah. Stork obscure? No. I was in costume. The the uh, and of course that night my daughter had a sleepover, <laughs> so I had six twelve year olds oh here. They finally went silent around three thirty, mm. maybe three forty five. And when I got up in the morning, I only got about five hours of sleep. They were gone. <laughs> they went to the park, <laughs> and they took wow. and they took the dogs for a walk, and then they went to Starbucks and came back. They left you a note though, right? They left me a note. That's yes, good. They left me a note. Well, I have my daughter's cell phone on Find find Your Friends. Yep, so mm. as it should be. And to be fair, the park is like a block away, so... Yeah, yeah, no, it's all close. But uh, that was that was exciting. Twelve-year-olds are weird. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Not going to argue with that. They're not, they're not quite teenagers. Yeah. But... Uh, they're not little they're kids. Go ahead. I, I muted you. No, it's totally <laughs> by turns. They're they're like they're playing with dolls, and then they're talking about boys, and then and it's the strangest mix. They're 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 straddling both worlds. They're not. They're, they have one foot in each one, and they're not yet either one. It's I don't know. Well, that pretty much explains all the sleepovers I went to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> cool. I'm just trying to put it back in. That's good enough. Cool. You got it. I think so. It's. I still have you muted. Are you cool? I should be okay. Yeah. It's just it was falling out of the. Well, I'm going to meet you again because you're handling. You should. Yeah. Go ahead. I it, should be good. Your mic's flipped on. Yep. Oh, it is. Oh. No. Ah. It fell off. Aww. Okay, enough of that. <laughs> okay. What do we got going on today? Well, in this episode of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast, Chris from Ontario, Canada, oh. writes in about new additions. Scott relays a player nightmare, and Nicholas from Stockholm sends us a story about dying. Three times. Three times. Three But first, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. By the way, uh, we're getting a little low on emails, so now's a good time to, if you want to write and ask a question or something like that, now's the time to do it. Holiday season's coming up. You know you're going to be gaming. You know, this is when you've uh, when you've been putting it all off, so uh, save those stories and send them to us. Yeah, absolutely. Especially the bad ones. We love those. <laughs> uh, social media, Happy Jacks RPG on tweeters. And on Instagram, all the everything's yeah. Happy Checks RPG. You can also watch us live. We stream the show at eight PM Pacific time on Sat Friday. Friday. It is Friday. 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 Happy How Jacks dare you? Happy <laughs> 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 is always best served live. Right. 
Uh, you can watch us live. Uh, happyjacks.org slash live will get you there. Cool. Uh, and we have a sponsor for this episode, uh, Palladium Books. You can find them at palladiumbooks.com. They're the publisher of the Palladium Fantasy RPG, Heroes Unlimited, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Robotech, Rifts, Dead Rain, of course, and Splicers, and yeah. much more. And the best part is their games use the same system. So you don't need, you want zombies in your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game? No problem. You can have zombies. I'll have a whole zombie apocalypse if you want. Or Glitter Boys. Or Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtle Apocalypse. <gasps> zombies. 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 <laughs> glitter. Glitter zombies. Glitter, glitter turtles. turtles. Glitter I want to be zombies. Glitter Turtle. Or Glitter Turtles. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. They already, get, they already have the armor, right? Yeah. yeah. They just need the boom gun. <clears throat> I went awesome. on DriveThruRPG and I counted the over 400 titles that they have. I remember wow. Palladium books back when I was a Wow. It, it, they, They've uh, been around. They're, they're a survivor. They're a game producing machine. Yep. <laughs> uh, they also. Uh, um, published the Rifter, which is their um, Rifts magazine. And I thought oh, about cool. this. You know, people producing magazines to support their games anymore. No. Yeah. Not really, no. I mean, uh, there used to be a lot. There used mm-hmm. to be quite a few. And I, when I was playing certain games, yeah. I'd subscribe to the magazine, and usually they came quarterly. Joey, yeah, a magazine is a papery thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that oh. you actually hold in your hand. You're not just going through on the. Oh. It's an analog version of a PDF. Yes. Got it. Okay. I'm with you. <laughs> just so you know. Thank you. <laughs> well, they still do. They still produce and they still support their games. Uh, and it's awesome. And thank them for supporting the show. And if you want to support the show, support our sponsors. And you can find them at palladiumbooks.com. There will be a link in the show notes, and we thank them very much. Yay. And we're going on to... I'm having a lot of fun in Dead Rain, that's for sure. Yeah, it is a fun game. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any idea what's going on? Kind uh, maybe of? a little bit more now. Okay. After after the zombie that watched us and then tailed us and... It's kind of scary, huh? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I actually yeah. I watched part of it and you were freaking out. <laughs> you were like, did anybody else see that? And they're like, what? Yeah. You're like, no, it was on the hill and he was watching us. Well, and that was after the, they were like, why didn't you tell us? And it was like, well, maybe because you were all yelling at me for like 15 <laughs> minutes. So uh, <laughs> I was waiting till it was an appropriate time to, to let you know. Shift gears. By the by. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know. Nothing. Never what? mind. No, what? He, was, he was imitating you, you. saying, like, oh, by the by, there's a zombie, zombie on the hill. hill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Thank you. Because that's kind of what yep. happened. See that? You hear that? Was like, oh, right yeah. there. Right there. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome, though. It's scary. All right. Uh, cool. the, the purpose of new additions and easy GM burden, L5R beta, uh, Chris in Ontario, the Canadian one. As opposed to the California. Because there's right. one Chris. You know what, though? Hold on to that thought, because that'll come Canada. in handy later on in this email. Okay, all right. Insert hmm. witty Happy Jack's random generator here. Oh, we need one. Yeah, I, I don't br- know why there isn't I, one. Yeah, we do. I can brush up on my PHP, or is it PHP that I used to write that thing? Yeah. I wrote a Japanese name generator, and I think I did it in PHP. But I could probably tweak it and make a Happy Jacks one. A friend of the band once Ooh, made, a, once made awesome. a, banner, a random banner generator thing. Yeah, and he had our signs, yeah. and you could yeah. put your own text yeah. in the signs. That was pretty awesome. Stop it. Was it. Awesome. it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I don't think it's still it's lost on the ether website. Yeah, I think he got, he actually emailed me a couple mm-hmm. of years ago and said, "Is anyone using that thing? Because I'm going to take it down because it's it's got like spam bots are hitting it constantly. Yeah, like you know, I don't think anyone even remembers that it exists. I wonder if we can get that." 
I wonder if you give me the code for that so we can put it back up. You could probably do it yourself now. They've probably got better code I couldn't now do that. I couldn't do that. that. I couldn't do that. He's he's a man I can, of many talents, that guy. Yeah, he is. He is. Hate Old Charlie. Hate that guy. Hi there, Happy Jacks. First time Imlimer. Okay, hold on. There we go. I've only had one Opener. But I've listened... Is like you doing in a place like this? It's a good opener. Works every time. Works on me. But I've listened... Now we know. Note. He just goes to a lot of cheap bars. No Joey shaming. No. No shaming the Joey. Not a whore. I don't get paid. You're just an enthusiast. <laughs> and how? Yeah. All right. It's almost like uh, I've had to say that before. Uh, first time email- emailer, but I've listened at, at, at my 12-hour shifts for over a year now. It's a great way to pass the time. Holy crap. While I've been tempted to email before, most of my thoughts usually get covered before I get to email. Uh, so this time I'm emailing in a more recent episode, Happy Jack's RPG Podcast, 2008 flashbacks mouse guard rule splicing. Promotion. Well, that's like really recent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in this episode, that's four episodes. Ago. Yeah. In this episode, you brought up the L5R beta, and it got me thinking more about the purpose of new editions. I think the idea of it's not broken, don't fix it, shouldn't really apply to new editions. For myself, especially in modern days where PDFs and print on demand means that old editions never really stop being published, I think the purpose of a, a new edition is to explore the setting, game concepts, etc., uh, at a, add a new angle. Uh, for L5R, for example, the narrative dice mechanic may approach the way the game unfolds from a different angle that could attract new players and or make for a different style of unfolding gameplay while those who are fine with the older methods still have access to, to those books. The narrative dice used in L5R and other FFG games is something else I wanted to mention. You guys talked about it, how it became a burden for the GM. I don't think it is the GM's burden to come up with what the dice mean. The final arbiter certainly is the GM, but I view the dice, PTBA, PPTA style, mixed successes, etc., to be the whole table activity uh, to decide what happens. It makes other players more involved when it is not their turn, can help gauge what the players want out of success and failure. For myself personally... As a GM, it helps keep me surprised and engaged as if I was a player myself. So, yeah, sorry for the long email. Have a drink. This is not a that long email. That is not long. Not a long email. No, not at all. There's, there's more yeah, on the stuff is a very Chris from Ontario, Canada. Oh, yeah, there is a PS. Yeah. PS! I was going to be running an upcoming Vampire the Rec Room 2nd Edition game set in Los Ooh. Angeles, so I was wondering, as locals, what suggestions, ideas for a game set there. Also, one big thing. L.A. is huge, so I'm planning on having subdomains ruled by barons. Oh, you're making it Sabat. Is that Baron Sabat? No. I, no, I'm thinking no. of bishops. I don't remember. I'm thinking of bishops. We didn't have it's a baron another, in our... It's another B word. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want to have one for every neighborhood in L.A. So if you were to divide L.A. into, say, five to ten regions, what would you do? Let's talk about that one first. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ontario. Ontario. That's uh, not LA. That's San Bernardino. Come on now. And I'm all about either something like downtown or Malibu. Mm. Like I, completely, or the valley. The the the, the, well, the yeah. thing about the LA area, the, and when I've been to the Midwest and stuff like that, okay, there's a city, and then there's a big long stretch of nothing, and then there's another mm-hmm. city, yeah, and a big long stretch of nothing, and then there's yeah. another city. 
LA is not like that. Not anymore. No. It used to be. It like used that to be. About but today, years ago. you can drive from the seacoast practically to Big Bear, uh-huh. which is what probably ninety miles, maybe. Yeah, probably about sure. that. You are never going to leave an, an urban or suburban area the entire time. All the cities yeah. have combined. It They've one. spread. Yeah. And and they filled up all of the air. It's called urban sprawl, mm-hmm. and we have it in spades in Los Angeles. Mostly yep. because you can't build up here mm-hmm. very high, right? No. So because things can fall down, earthquakes. Yes, yeah, you get a little so shimmy here, and, and they fall like dominoes. Maybe we don't know. <laughs> um, supposedly they're built to code, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's comforting. You find out the ones that aren't pretty pretty quick. Yeah, you'll you'll find out who bribed the the <laughs> building inspector. <laughs> <laughs> We have to laugh. I know. You guys are like, what? And then we have to. We we choose to live here. It's all we can do. (laughs) Every place has their their fucked up thing. You've got hurricanes. You've got tornadoes. Mm -hmm. You've got snow. You've got blistering heat. We have earthquakes. And fires and rocks. And fires. (laughs) Where where would you do it if you you carved up? Well, if I was going to Mm -hmm. to carve it up, I think I would kind of carve it up... Well, the way I did it in the game... Was the glittering night was Los Angeles and Orange County, which is huge. That's a real big area. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is it's huge. huge. But it does not include what we call the Inland Empire, which is Riverside County and yeah. San Bernardino County. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of where the dividing line was. The southern line was like South Orange County between the Camarilla and the Sabat. But um, if I, I think if I was going to divide it, I would probably do it. Long Beach would be its own domain. Long and, Beach is big. And the harbor, yeah. like Wilmington, Pedro. The, yeah, that er, maybe that whole mm-hmm. area might be one. Yeah. Because Long Beach uh, is almost Orange County. Like, it's right it's, on well, the cusp. The it is. Orange but County, there's a yeah. lot of Orange County, and it's oh, gotten yeah. way built up. It's a trust. It's, it's, it's a fuzzy line. You know, they yeah. they, they, they no. fight back and forth. That border it's keeps not. shifting. You're, you're depending on the <laughs> No, there is definitely the Orange Curtain. Yeah, I'm like, don't besmirch the town I live in by pretending it's in the OC. It, it but I, I mean, I, I would. I think I, like Orange County. I would divide that into a couple different areas, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you have like the the sort of northern border part of it, and I would think I think I would make that sort of its own. Mm-hmm. And then you have sort of like the southern Irvine down farther, where the mm-hmm. houses get bigger. Like Irvine, Viejo, San Clemente, yeah, the whole area. And make that, make that yeah. kind of its own domain because they're kind of different. Yeah. I mean, there's flavors of. Of the area. Well, they're vastly different. So, everything in North Orange County is very urban, where everything yeah. South Orange County is very real housewives of Orange I County. I was just going right. to say that. Right. That's exactly yeah. it. Um, if you guys really yeah. kind of want a bit of a clue about what we're talking about, call up uh, sort of LA uh, area and, mm-hmm. and type in LA counties, and it'll show you where the county borderlines mm-hmm. stop. And you'll see there's like 40 or 50 different sort of major counties and then little yeah. subdivisions in between there. But we talk about Orange County. We talk about San Bernardino County. We talk mm-hmm. about Riverside County. These are kind of like the lines between LA County and, and LA. LA County proper is still it's, it's huge. huge. If you, it's even huge. if you look in LA, though, like to your point, you've got that whole harbor South Bay deal, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you've got the valley. You could, you could almost and the west divi- side. You could, you could almost look online and, and divide yeah. it by, by freeway, by street. Like oh. if you're looking at LA Major. Well, like, I, no, I'm thinking you could you could go online and see what like the the city council districts are. Because mm. that'll give you an idea there. There's a mm-hmm. lot. There, well, uh, nine or ten. Yeah, I think. yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah. There's not that many. Just in LA. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I would, I would the San, uh, the San Fernando Valley. I would make that its own domain. Oh yeah, for sure. Because porn. 
That's oh, like yeah. the political yeah, capital exactly. of the world. Um, so the San Gabriel Valley area, which would s- which would include like uh, Glendale, Pasadena, Sierra Madre, all the cities sort of along the, f- the foothill. They call it the foothills area. Yeah. That could kind of be its own. Um, and then L.A. proper might be its own. And then you have all those mid-cities. Right. Because south, kind of south and east of Los Angeles, you've got Maywood and Vernon and Cudahy and... See, I'm, I'm leaving a bunch out. Those, that, yeah. and that's a totally different feel of an area. And then there's it's all way the, more industrial. Right. And there's all the woods, uh-huh. you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And that, Brentwood, yeah, East, and Bel Air, yeah, could totally take East Side or West Side could totally be its own domain too. Well, that's what I was thinking. My thought was to just sort of subdivide it basically into five. So you've got Hollywood would be its own thing. You've got you've got. Would you include North Hollywood? Yeah, I would. If, okay. And would you include West in the, Hollywood? In the would. valley? I would. I would. I would include that. I would. Uh, the San Gabriel Valley would be its own thing. Yeah, I was for thinking sure. East LA. Or LA. East LA. It's its own. It's but its East own LA. Thing. I think East I know. LA East is downtown. very dense. There's a lot of people yeah. there. There's a lot of food. Right. Yeah. But there's but it's not a lot of square mileage. You know what I mean? Right. It but matter. There's still a lot of If you're a barren, yeah. If you're trying to yeah. rule over a certain amount of people, yeah, that's true. You're going to look at population, not necessarily land space. I would that's include true. that stuff in with downtown, and then maybe some of the well downtown. I would make it. But well, downtown thing. is a ghost town at night. Well, vampires. Yeah. And, and so there's no snow that everyone leaves. <laughs> everyone yeah, works there, but no one lives. There. But there's like, still tent city stuff down there. That's yeah, true. As much as they true. try to. That's true, and there yeah. is a bit of a nightlife. It is a big. All the zombies do come yeah. out, and they're all no, and, the, yeah, and, and then with Silver Lake and Echo Park, they're all like going into yeah. LA and out a party. Yeah, right. and there's all sporty stuff down there. And then I'm thinking LA like uh, along the coast, you know, that the whole West Side thing going on, sort of yeah. Malibu and all that. Yeah. That's a whole. Yeah. Bit, so I mean, you kind of because Hollywood, West Side, East Side, there is no North LA. We talk about South LA. We talk about East LA. We talk about West LA. We yeah. talk about we talk about Hollywood, but well, there's no North LA. Well, at that point, you're like in Thousand Oaks. No. And you just want to get out of LA. Yep. But I, isn't yeah. like Lang, isn't Lancaster <laughs> and Palmdale still part of LA yes. County? Yeah. Well, in theory, yeah. Well, but I, it's I, not. I wouldn't call it LA. It's no, north no. above LA. It's right. It's still still it's, in the, within. It's the, the suburb in, above LA. It's still yeah. LA County. I know this. And there's an entire mountain range between <laughs> them and the rest of us. Right. Think, and think it's yeah. hard to get there. Yeah. You think? Oh, I'm, I'm in San Bernardino. No, you're still in LA County. Mm-hmm. No, those are San Bernardino. But I feel like yeah. for me, that's, that's more when I go south county. and east. Like when I'm like in Ontario or Fontana, I'm like, oh, am I in, like it's right on that cusp of like San Bernardino and LA County and. Like I'm, Pomona, why is Pomona LA when it's so far from LA? Yep. I, I'm always amazed whenever I have to go to a location and it's still LA County, so they don't pay me. Because if, if I go, if I go <laughs> a little bit further, and I'm in another county, right. I get a little extra, like twenty bucks or something in my paycheck. See, th- then you have like the, the like, south part of the county, past Long Beach. I don't know where the border is between LA and Orange because you've got Sunset Beach and Seal Beach. Are those LA or or, or Orange? I don't know offhand. Uh, I'm Which not ones? sure. No, Sunset and Seal. I think uh, Seal is orange. There? Oh, is it? I think. Long Don't quote Beach me on that. Definitely, LA. definitely LA. But technically, so is like La Mirada, which is right next to Buena Park, which is orange. Like it's it's yeah, right. La Mirada is right on the border. That's right. why I used to have a house there. Is Tom, Irvine orange? Yes, uh, Irvine is orange. Tom's yes. oh, yeah. saying the same thing about uh, downtown is actually happening because there's oh really all sorts of yeah okay Santa Monica Boulevard is because yeah. I feel like what I, what I guess what you'd call the financial district, the area with the really big tall towers mm-hmm. at yeah. night. Besides right. hobos, there's not much there. Well, yeah, because everybody that, commutes in. Yeah, that's the five right. blocks. But but around there, Tommy's is still rocking. There's oh, okay. uh, Little right. Armenia's going off. Chinatown's going off. Yeah, everything oh, on the Santa Monica hey. is huge. They're is that, off the hook. Is that yeah. kill people? Savage soccer, O T H P. Because that's pretty funny. Take me down yes. to the L A tent city. 
where the grass, <laughs> grass is, brown is brown and the hobos are pretty. Don't be ridiculous. There's no grass. <laughs> so this is fascinating. Uh, I mean, well, it is not growing grass. Yeah. We get to talk about local geography, but for it's, the rest of you guys, you're all looking like at maps now. Going, yeah, really? Grass is concrete. But yeah, I mean, grass I, is I, rolled. You could you could look at at um, or uh, actually <laughs> uh, at county. I think there's what five county supervisors, and each has an area. You might look at oh, that. Oh, that that's might a good idea. Well, too. Yeah. I think it's five. I think there's five, five. Super, county supervisors. That and that. Also, just, yeah, that's a really good way to do it because it's th- and that th- makes sense for vampires because the vampires yeah. are going to say, "I only have one county supervisor. I need to ghoul." <laughs> As opposed to if our borders yeah. are shifted a little, yeah. yep. okay, now I've got to ghoul this guy and I got to ghoul this one over here. Oh, but so and so's already ghouled that one. I don't want to poach, you know. So yeah, and it also works for the whole whole sliding border between Orange County mm-hmm. and San Diego and Mexico because, you know, the Sabat are constantly making incursions and so right, that right. border blind shift. So it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's working. I just wonder if there's like any kind of, you know, barren gerrymandering going on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, only the Ventru involved. Of course. <laughs> yeah. All right. And, and, and regarding L5R beta, I, I've been reading it because we're going to be running an yeah. AP in it. Um, the, the dice mechanic... Doesn't is not to me as problematic as as the FFG Star Wars. I I totally agree. There's strife. Yep. Strife. You well, first off, you don't have to take it because you get to choose which yep. dice you use. Yeah. So if you got you got successes and you can yeah. say, well, I only need one, but I got three successes, but yep. two of them have strife. Yeah. I'm just going to take the one and just be good with that. Yep. Hmm. Um, there may be situations where you're going to have to if you want to succeed, or you may say, no, I want to really blow this guy out of the water. I'm going to roll. I'm going to take every success I got. I don't care how much strife I get because you know this is a climactic moment of the battle. And I guess also, uh, and, and strife, when it adds up to a, your threshold, I can't remember what step. Yeah, it like composure. Say like ten like composure. Yeah. I it's composure. When it adds up to that, or, or exceeds uh-huh. it, or hits it, then you have an outburst. It triggers they an outburst. They've added it, that. And they've added in the beta that that yeah. They, they changed it already though. You know, the, well the 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 update. Yeah, because it bummed me out a little bit. It's like. I really liked the way it worked because you did. Like, you were choosing to take on that strife, which was going to cause an outburst, which happens even, you know, in that genre when you think about it, when you're pushing and you're trying to control. And, oh, especially mm-hmm. in social, right? like social conflict yeah. situations where something's yeah. like, big, 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 yep. big, big, That all of a sudden and, it's like, boom. And Japanese samurai are just known for their communication skills. Yep. Mm. Yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> but now they've changed it. So that you don't have to choose, if I'm remembering this correctly, based on tons of feedback from people who want to play cardboard hero people, right. they don't want to have to do that. So you can choose when to have it. Uh, it, it you have to, I think and you, you just you can't have use one. It the have strife, have. strife dice. You can't use strife again until you've had the outburst. That makes more sense. But you could actually wait out your outbursts and not. I can see because you might. Anytime you compel someone to do something because yeah. of the mechanic, a you're kind of taking away a little bit of agency. Mm-hmm. Although they chose though, oh, yeah, to push it. They, they that's what they I think. did. They, yeah. they, they did. Unless they roll horribly and don't get any successes and yeah, then fail, 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 <coughs> and that's right. possible. <coughs> that's right. called the randomizer. <coughs> that, that would happen <laughs> to anyone here. But it, I, it wouldn't happen. But anyway. um, and so, you, but the only thing they have is the they call it opportunity, right? Yeah. And, and there seems to be pretty. Sh- Concrete guidelines on when that's used, how it's applied in certain situations, using certain skills mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, spells, it changes the magnitude of the spell. You spend them, basically, as you get them. So that, 
I like. So, I, so I, I'm not. I'm not as concerned about it. So yeah, I, I, I like it. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think, I think it fun. sounds kind of cool, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's not as much as like you were. We talked about on a different cast that it's not as many, like, eight advantages, and then you have to try to spin. Right. But I like what it's Chris, right? Chris in Ontario. I like what he was saying about like it doesn't have to necessarily be all about the GM coming up with those things, and that when there's collaboration at the table Mm -hmm. from other people suggesting like, oh my god, this could totally happen to you, and everybody's like, you're like, yeah, that would be fantastic. I would totally do that. So like what you mentioned a couple of podcasts ago, and you mentioned kind of often where you kind of get ideas from other players. As they're talking, like it's kind of doing oh, that, yeah. but serving to you on a silver platter. Like, yeah, let's let's group this mm-hmm. and see. Okay, you've got three advantages. Let's see what that does. What do you think happens? And then pick the best one that's gonna gonna fit with your mar- narrative. I I'm not a big fan of the mechanic myself, but but what I what what I got out of this is something I hadn't thought about, which is having the whole table participate. Mm-hmm. So if if somebody rolls, let's say all opportunities, right, and they're like, because uh, sometimes. Sometimes you're stumped. You're like, I, I, I'm gonna be much more sneaky. I'm gonna be very sneakily do this. Like, like um, Power of the Apocalypse games are fake games. Even you, you're like, I, I'm gonna do this more sneakily because you can't come up with another adjective. You're, st- you're on the spot or whatever. You're trying to come up with a solution. So sometimes on the player, it's really hard. But having the whole table mm-hmm. participate yeah. makes mm-hmm. a bit more sense because now the onus isn't on one person or the GM. It's on everybody and. It brings the table together. It's again, it's the collaborative storytelling, which I hadn't thought of doing before. It seems to me that if you make the dice roll, mm-hmm. you're responsible for that dice well, roll. Ultimately, up ultimately, with it's that player's decision. Right. Sure, I, it's their character. Right, I agree. Yeah. But I mean, certainly, you could have yeah. a, you could sit and have a conversation about it. I hadn't thought about that yeah. before. In that, in that way, too, it kind of makes your success everybody's success. Yeah. Like, okay, how can we take this yeah. five advantages and make it successful for everybody? I think right. that that's a really important point because I hadn't quite, I hadn't thought of that before. I'd always thought about it being either GM and the player and it's a one-on-one and everybody else sits back and doesn't in fact there's like they don't want to say anything because somebody's player backstory might come into play or whatever and it might be important right but but having it open to the player table and they can say yeah. you know what no i have an idea i have an idea and then your backstory can come in it makes makes it so much more takes the stress off of everybody i think yeah. i think so the that, that happens a lot in narrative games mm-hmm. where there's a lot of collaboration but like Stu said it's ultimately going to be up to the player to go oh my god that's amazing or mm-hmm. eh, i don't know if my and then the gm definitely has right. to go well, yeah it, that's yeah. okay and sometimes with the collaborative games i've been in it gets mm-hmm. really metagamey you know where they they mm-hmm. start pulling on things that they shouldn't know about you're like and i'm like you don't know about that you don't know and and no no that hold on stop Everybody stop. That can Here's what I'm going to do. Game. Yeah. Well, it can, but it seems... It, whenever, I don't know. It, it's it, yeah. a... In the ones you've played, it seems to be problematic. No, it's not problematic. It's uh, It seems to be... Uh, it's like suddenly... Suddenly, everyone now has an opinion about stuff that they want people oh. to do. Mm. And, and and you're you're bombarded with options, and you're like, okay, well, I can't... Do, okay. So it, it can be a bit of a... I don't know. Uh, overwhelming. No, I think that's true. It de- it, for me, it depends on who you have at the table sometimes mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there are people that want to contribute to everything. Yes. And then there are people that end up being quieter. Yeah, so it's right. more about the table mix. And, and it also depends what you're trying to get out of the game. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean, because I, I like when there's secrets, even when I'm playing. I don't want to know what other people's characters are doing. I mean, it, I like but that, there's so. other games that are built on the assumption that, oh, all that stuff is out in the open yeah. and everyone knows about it, but your character doesn't. Right. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have to have that inner conflict. 
Would I really do this if I really didn't know that Gina's character was secretly an assassin? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and I've been at con games where people shout out stuff for other people to do. Hey, you know, but your your father is. Uh, it's like, how do you know about my backstory? Stop! You don't know. Yes. That. Yeah. And they look at you like, but 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 you're going to ruin the game if you don't do it that way. We're going to lose. We're going yeah. to lose. <laughs> right. It's funny you mention that because I had the same yeah. instinct almost the entire time mission in Marvel. Oh really? <laughs> I had at some point just like literally bite my tongue. Like it's not my character. It's not my, character. It's not my moment. <laughs> my character had his moment. They're going to do their thing. I'm just going to sit here. But I'm sure thinking very loudly at the, in that direction. <laughs> do this. Do this thing. It all worked out. Yeah, it was all good. Was Jim, great. can you please make Joy stop mad dogging me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the mean mugging. Okay. All right. Thank cool, you. Though. Thank you for the email, mm-hmm. Chris. Uh, I yeah. Like- I mean, I, I'm guessing he wrote this before the beta came out. And a lot of us have had a chance oh. to read it now. So, and, and I mean, and opinions are shifting because people are reading. I think so too. Okay, it's different than I thought. And or, it is or they're a beta. going, it's oh, it's different than I thought, and I hate it. Yeah, it's a work in progress. It is a beta. Sure. I was going through the other night and found some inconsistencies already as well. So, it, and it's they're having a limited character choices when you're running it so far. So things aren't fleshed out. They'll say yeah. anyway. I've, I've discovered a couple of little foibles here and there. I was but asking about it at, at Gen Con, and they, obviously, if you look at it. It was well into development when Gen Con happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's only a couple months yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it asked, so what's going to go with RPG? Oh, uh, have you seen our card game? <laughs> <laughs> no one, nothing. And I, I, and I talked to multiple people who asked him as well. They, they did nothing. Huh? Hmm. Nothing. They weren't saying anything. It's like you might as well have just. No, we're not going to make one ever. That's what it seemed like. Hmm. Well, and now card game, but huh? the L five R, yeah. Yeah, and that had just come out. Yeah, it, it was released at Gen Con. At yeah. Gen Con, and they had stacks. I'm kind of excited about they that. They had their marching orders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're and they're. You're not going to say a thing, and yeah. you, you do. Push it. Push the card games. We've got yeah. a warehouse full of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, Tom's totally noticed. Stork, I wore this for you. Oh, really? Do you know what it is? Thing? Can you see? Uh, I. Uh, I'm on your way. You can see? Yeah, I can see it. it what is it? Oh, it's the thing. Yeah. Oh, I see. Because your purple okay. hair was in the way and everything. You, yeah, your hair matches your shirt. That's awesome. It is. Yeah. I, I, mean, I Early on in one of our earliest podcasts, people asked, like, what movies you would base uh, games on. Yeah. I said, anything made by John Carpenter. Hell yeah. He has the best ideas. For I need movies. a list. Cause I'm not good at uh, The Thing. They the Live. Fog. Oh, They the Live. Fog. Mm-hmm. Halloween. Uh, Halloween. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Halloween. Big Trouble in Little China. Uh... That'd Escape from New York. <laughs> the Escape Big Lebowski. From, Escape from New York. Escape from L.A. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it, soundtracks. And well, the most badass but, and, and people in them. Yeah, some of them. Yeah. Anyway, anything he's made would make great, especially Savage Worlds games. There need, needs to be a Big Lebowski role-playing game. Not specifically about is. the dude, but... There's that be. world. I that that world, yeah. yeah. Instead of strife points, you collect slack points. That'd be awesome. <laughs> when you get so full of slack, you just you pass out. Mind if I have a dude? Or it's a bummer, or, or, or it's a bummer, man. When <laughs> <laughs> you get enough slack points, people break into your place and knock you unconscious, and you, you have, have the have whole dream sequence like with bowling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they pee on your rug. A right. Uh, and a so when you get stat. enough slack, you have to come up with a dream sequence. That's, oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Abide. Abide. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're all talking on top of each other, but it's still a great oh, idea. Oh, it's a good idea. <laughs> I dig yeah. it. I'd play it. This aggression will not stand, man. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Somebody pointed out 
I don't know if you notice this. That in the first part of the movie, the first very like ten minutes of the movie, all the lines he says came from George, George Bush, Bush. Bush that he's hearing on the on the yes. speaker. I noticed that this last Are you time serious? I watched it. Yeah, yes. Which will not stand. This aggression, this aggression will not stand. Oh my god! No way! Oh yeah! I will not abide by. And, and then he uses that stuff. It's all. It's like he first. It's like he's born. Because right there's a there. TV on when he's at the grocery store, and they ha- and, and 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 George du- George G-W- Herbert Walker yeah. Bush is 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 giving a speech just before what? the invasion of Iraq. Yeah, that movie. I, I've not watched. Do they have the directors? They should. Totally no, I don't a, think so. Because it's full of Easter eggs and stuff. Oh yeah, like full of. And I would like to see like a director's commentary. Yeah, here's, here's the other. They thing should I'm, do a Criterion. Here's yeah. the other cool. thing I only realized yeah. like a year ago, and I'm embarrassed to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. I I didn't realize it, but it's basically The Big Sleep, a Raymond Chandler book. Seriously. So so if you think about Raymond Chandler's characters, yeah. they're all slackers. They're they're basically living paycheck to paycheck. <coughs> Nobody thinks that they're worth anything. They're all disheveled. So when you update that, you get the dude, a right. disheveled slacker who doesn't have a job. Wow. He's a detective. He's going to go find this missing person. But that's what it's even the whole spoilers toe in the thing. It's all in the big sleep. <coughs> I can get you toe. <laughs> <laughs> it's your toe. Dude. That's awesome. Anyway, it's shown five minutes with nail polish. So think about up, think about updating <laughs> any one of those old. Detective novels into the modern time, and you get this surfer slacker. And it's like, what is it you do? Well, you know, I have some projects that. What is it he says? I've got some. I've got some work. I don't know. It's. Do you have a job, Mister Lebowski? <laughs> Puts his Lebowski down. world. What was in the? <laughs> what was in the briefcase? Uh, papers, work papers. And what do you do for a living? I'm unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> this is a savage stalker uh, of the hill people, I think. Uh, says John Carpenter movies are simple premises turned up to eleven, which seems well new. said. Yeah. yeah, but but yep. they're so great. I mean, Big Trouble in Little China is so much fun, yep. and there's a holder in it. Yeah, come on. Oh yeah, that's true. And uh, the yep. thing was just you know basically <laughs> H.P. Lovecraft is the is the beholder from D and D an original concept by by them or was it? Based on, I'm gonna nod my head like I know what I'm saying. It's a I, yes. I think so. Because I can't think of any reference to any kind of mythology that I know of no. where it's like drawing from. Okay, as far I as I know, that's kind of what yeah. I'm thinking too. Other weird trivia, just and, and it, it's bled into a lot of stuff. It was in Doom, mm-hmm. the video game. Mm-hmm. There was a beholder in that. Other weird trivia that, that uh, yeah, and then we'll, we'll move on. But apparently, some of the first original monsters were based off of these bag of rubber monsters or plastic monsters that Gary Gygax or somebody had picked up, like the Rust Monster. <laughs> Remember the rust monsters that oh, weird yeah. sort of reptile thing with like a propeller on its tail? Yeah. So he had this bag of random monsters he picked up at like the five and dime store, and one of them is this weird dinosaur with a propeller on its tail. And if you go look through it, there's a <coughs> there's a boulette in there. There's a there's a and so really? many of the first first D and D monsters were there because that's what he had for a miniature and he plopped it down. Huh. And you can go look that up. It's online. It's actually pretty cool. Oh, here cool. you go. The from Wikipedia, yep. unlike many other Dungeons and Dragons monsters, the Beholder is an original creation really? for D and D, and is not based on a creature from mythology or other fiction. Nailed Bam! It. That's pretty go. awesome because I would have almost guessed Greek mythology uh, tweak. Well, because it kind of almost has like a, yeah. a Minotaur in the maze, yeah, the labyrinth kind of feel. Medusa, right. like yeah. there's gotta like be a kind of a Gorgon Minotaur hybrid. Yeah, but that's awesome. concept at least. But Ro- Rob Kuntz's brother Ther- Theron Kuntz created the Beholder, and Gary Gygax detailed it for publication. There you go. It's very Lovecraftian. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. awesome. Well, it, it is an aberration, yeah. in depending mm-hmm. on which yeah. edition you're looking at. 
Interesting. So who's next? All right, thank you very much, Chris, from Ontario, the Canadian one. Uh, A player nightmare from Scott, who would like to read Scott's player nightmare. Oh, let's give it to Joey. He's the actor. Oh, oh <laughs> Lord! Oh, oh no, it's only it's only it, it. Oh, no, it only goes to here. <laughs> sing it, Joey. I thought, <laughs> yeah, up you the octave. I'm not gonna sing it. You can sing do it, it with you. I'm <laughs> coral. Oh, I've been doing caroling Carol for stuff. two months. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna so sing it. So good, King Wenceslas. Let's oh. go. <laughs> That's actually my fi- one of my favorite Me carols. Too. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I like the imagery. Yeah. And it's kind of this. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun, no, it's very, it's very cool. It's just, it's, it's wordy. It, it's giving me word troubles. But. Yeah, that's funny. I always call it Good King. What's his name? Oh yeah, Good King. Absolutely. What's his name? Well, there's always you know contention as to how you pronounce his name. Uh, anyway, uh, a player nightmare okay. from Scott. Good day to the douchery do crew. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to do that. I'm so thrilled. Go ahead. I fear that I am beginning to get a reputation as that guy. I am playing a character in a Pathfinder game that I have fallen in love with, but I am playing in a game with multitudes of players with a variety of alignments. I am playing an old gnome cleric of a good goddess who is all about redemption. The game started off well enough, however quickly things took a turn when one of the characters, Milo, was between Porticolises, say that five times fast, I know. and Port- vials of alchemist fire were released from the ceiling. The rest of the party got to the enemies who triggered the trap and... We subdued them in order to question them of the fortress we were infiltrating. As soon as Milo was released from the trap, he grabbed one of the alchemist fires and poured it down the throat of the subdued enemy. Ah. Obviously, this was a point of contention for my character, and I made my voice heard. I let the player controlling Milo know this was not acceptable, but I was willing to give him the opportunity to redeem himself. At the same time, I made it clear that there would be no three-strike opportunity in keeping with my church's beliefs. Inside the same fortress, he found an evil artifact dagger that was used to kill an angel of my goddess. The angel was powerful enough that it would be unthinkable for a mortal to kill. The party decided to give this item to Milo, which was a big problem for my character. (laughs) This eventually boiled over into a big enough problem that I offered to retire the character since it was was not gelling with the rest of the party's ideas for the direction of the campaign. Things were complicated by another campaign uh, that I was running as a first-time GM, added to the running for a group of min-maxers, ended with me throwing my hands up in the air in frustration as the party tore through every encounter. I was too green as a GM to realize that they were having fun, and I got mad that everything I said was being questioned. I take full responsibility for that game as I was running, uh, falling apart. It didn't fall apart. You did. They were having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how does this tie into the other game? Well, a lot of overlap in players between the two games, and the guy playing Milo was one of the chief offenders of the second guessing in the game I was running. Everyone else thought I was looking at Milo's actions with a microscope as punishment for ruining my fun as a GM, Oh, which was not the case. Are you sure? What does your yeah. subconscious say about that, I was sir? just going to say I thought that was what the first couple paragraphs were about. <laughs> okay. so, so rather than rolling a new character for both myself and the person playing as Milo, we're given an ultimatum. Either we solve our out-of-game issue and come back to the original characters, or we were both kicked out of the game. Since there was no out-of-game issue to fix, and since my character was not going to allow this evil artifact to remain in the possession of someone who had shown his evil nature, I left. I I tried to get them to have someone else hold onto the item, but when that was shot down, I felt I had no choice. I I left the game for six months (coughs) or so, but when the intelligent evil artifact finally warped Milo into a soulless husk, and he became an NPC. I was invited back into the group. What? So th- they're playing. They're playing by Blackleaf rules. 
Yeah. yeah. If your character leaves, you have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> no new, new character for you. Uh, I had already moved on to the other games with the other with the player who had been playing Milo, and it was clear to everyone that the argument was strictly as an in-game disagreement between characters and not players. So that's key. So he and Milo are still friends, and we're right. playing in other games right. where they don't fight. Okay. Even though even though Milo is a soulless mid-maxer. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> However, again, it did not take long before I had yet another confrontation with a different player at the table. But this time, I was not alone. This time, it was Nilo and his steadfast idea that there was no good or evil in the world, and everything is gray, and that was the issue. When Nilo started making deals with every big bad in the book, and making promises on behalf of the group without consulting anyone ahead of time, or giving details of the arrangement after the fact, things became problematic. Often this would bog down into hours of debate, such as, is it really an evil action to rob and murder something if the book says they are an evil race in order to obtain an item for an abolith in exchange for a slave? Is that evil? To my cleric and the rest of the majority of the table, the answer was pretty cut and dry, yes. (laughs) So the player retired Nilo, but for now. So Milo picked a new character called Nilo? Nilo. No, this is a different different, player. No, I know, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, (laughs) ugh. Or so he says. Yeah. Um, but before he left, he plotted a course that was uh, for the soon-to-be NPC to destroy the sun. <coughs> Which, besides the obvious WTF, also happens to be a domain of my goddess. So he should not have been surprised when my second objective, after killing Milo, is to murder his old character before he can do that. Now tell me, oh, Leonardo Duchcaprios. <laughs> Which That's I love. I That's like a good that. one. Am I being unreasonable? P.S. Yes, I understand this is my side of the story, and others would tell it slightly differently, but it's the only side of the story I know. Sincerely, Scott, a.k.a. Brondo Fizzlepop, Cleric of Serena. Okay, Brondo Fizzlepop is not a a, a, a name a, a serious player would pick for their character. I, I wasn't going to say it, but I was thinking it really loudly. Brondo Fizzlepop. <laughs> well, he is a gnome. It's a gnome. It's a gnome. name. I guess that's true. That's He's an old gnome, That's too. pronounced gnome. <laughs> it's I not, looked it up. I thought I looked N O M E. I could see a gnome having that name. Rondo, it's Brown. But as a cleric, like I could see like a, like a, a bard a or maybe like a thief. You, you're a gnome before you're a cleric. I know, but when you're naming, a, I don't know. When I'm naming so a character, I take the character into consideration. Babies, like I could see somebody being a fizzle pop. I could. That's like fizzle crank, right? That's a total gnome name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? No. Am I right? I think I would just ban gnomes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm okay with gnomes. Um, kinder, I'm against. Kinder, yeah. Like kinder, kinder. so kinder. against kinder. Oh, those are the those are the halflings that steal everything. Yeah. Okay. I never played uh, an edition that had them. I didn't either, but someone wanted to bring them in from the Dragonlance books, and we're like, <laughs> no. There were there were a third edition <laughs> thing. Uh, I don't even remember which edition. Dragon I think they were three point five. Yeah. yeah. Dragonlance, I think three point five. They weren't or four. Three, 3. They're 3. weren't four. They're not five. I don't think they're no. five. Are they? They're just they're just more annoying halflings. Basically, they're, they're not. A they're like take a halfling and turn it up to eleven. In five. Uh, I'm gonna so, be obnoxious, but it's a character trait, so you have to agree with it. No. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, no, the, I don't. The thing is, the th- here's what bothers me. He's getting. It sounds like he's getting upset about this stuff. Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm thinking personally and character. Your character yeah. should be getting upset about this yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. You, as a player, should look at it as this is an awesome opportunity yeah. to create some inner party conflict because of the fact that 
This guy's going around doing yep. a bunch of evil shit. This guy is a totally out of control psychopath. I have to show him the way. Right. And and there's so many opportunities for that player to just buy into what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's almost like like not like saying no in an improvisational sense. Kind of. You know I what mean, I, kind, I, not exactly, but but it, it I mean to totally yes and it would be to go we need to do something about him. He's he's going astray. And mm-hmm. His eternal soul is going to be <clears throat> mm-hmm. damned to the to the icy cold of the opposite of whatever the sun god is, and or whatever. And I can see where the players would buy into that. Maybe even the guy playing mm-hmm. Milo would buy into that, right? Right. He'd be like, oh, cool, they're going to yeah. try to save me. And and depending on the on the maturity of the players at the table, but. T- I guess my issue because clearly the um, <coughs> I'm losing your name Rondo yeah Scott Scott because um, he has certain things that are clearly important to his character obviously as a cleric his goddess's domains are important the angel that was killed by this dagger is important right yeah and to have these things that are like literally like an affront to these things that your character holds very very dear I, I get wanting to do the yes and but as a, when you built this character you have these certain like pillars like mm-hmm. these are important to me these are things like, these are the hills I'm going to die on sure and to have yeah. a, a NPC or not NPC a PC kind of push you against that and have the party kind of rally around that or be okay with that and you're the odd man out I kind of understand the want to like okay clearly I'm not in the same wavelength this character I love but I'm you know what clearly he's not in the same game that you guys are wanting to play I'm going to put him aside because I'm that's not um, otherwise, we're going to spend every game arguing for three hours about what to do with this dagger or what to do with Milo. Except he actually left the game. They didn't kick him, right? He actually left. No, he, he chose he, to leave. Or no, yeah. there was. He, I thought he was going so, to, and then he didn't. It sounds like, no, he did. It's, okay. He left and Six then months. came back. Oh, yeah. okay. See, that that reads to me. He got upset by what's yeah. going on, not his character got upset, or because I mean, you could simply just say, "I'm going to make a different character." Yeah, and I think it depends. Most, I mean, unless you're playing Blackleaf rules, it doesn't sound like they yeah, were playing Dark no. Dungeons. But unless you're playing that, there's mo- right. I don't know a GM who who won't say, yeah, if you want to retire your character, retire your character, make a new one. Absolutely, unless <clears throat> because, like you, Stu, I think those that that really difficult, like pushing you up against core beliefs, is awesome. It's gold. Oh, right. I love it. As a player, I love it. No, but. the only time is if, like you said, if everybody at the table was annoyed, if for some reason it's the group or it's the game or, you know, that they're not digging it, because otherwise that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Then I could see saying, hey, I don't want to water down, I don't want to dilute my character, why don't I just play something else? Right. But, exactly. Because I've been in games like that before, too, where it's, I can tell people are mildly annoyed by my character choices. Do you do you guys remember the movie Tootsie? Yeah. I'm familiar. Right. Is that I, that's I, I, the movie with Dustin Hoffman? Mm-hmm. Right. Right, right. And there's a I, I watched it recently and I'd I'd forgotten a lot about it, but there's a scene where he bursts into his manager's You really need office. to get Netflix. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well it's not like but I'm not gonna watch it. Like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, Tootsie's on what the hell? Uh he bursts into his manager's office. And he's like, I was supposed to get this role. I was when I was supposed to play uh, Death of a Salesman. You know, it's like, well, they wanted a name or whatever. And he goes into this whole spiel about, um, it's like, 
you, you were a tomato. You were, you were, you were. All they had to do was sit down. They went, they went two days over over budget because you didn't sit down. I'm a tomato. It's not my. I wouldn't sit down. You're a tomato. That's what I said. And he's so convinced. He's such a method actor that he had a really hard time letting go. And I think that that's what we're dealing with here, which is sort of a uh, method acting running right into plot constraints. And I'm of two minds about it because, you know, you have a character and you want to have me convicted. And, and I remember this in the L5R game. At one point, they're like, we're going to go off to, to the, the Monk Island. And I'm like, all right. I don't want to go to the Monk Island. I don't want to go to Death Island. I don't want to go to Death Island. <laughs> it's called I'm, Death Island. You guys realize that, right? I looked it up. It's in Japanese. That's Death Island. But I'm, but I'm, I'm making a meta plot decision to go with you because otherwise right. we're split of the parties. And I think... But that wasn't a fundamental core belief of your character. Well, but... If you're a method actor, at some point, you you run into constraints with the script. You run into constraints with, of, of of the world. You run into and maybe sometimes it's okay, like you said, to to take a different tact, if nothing else, for the sake of the game. Sure, absolutely, yeah. I this is not completely unlike, I guess, my character in Dead Rain. Yes. So. Because your character in Dead Rain, what's your what's your OOC? Re- oh. Uh, a reaper. So you're like a badass. It's like yeah. I go out and I kill zombies and I kill yeah. a lot of them. That's what yeah. I do. It's I don't what run away I do. from them. I murder them. Yeah. Right. It is the whole modus operandi. And your character's built behind. around it. Too. Yeah. My character's totally built around that and I, there's a backstory reason for it. But everyone is everyone else is a survivor pretty much. Although uh, Rob's character's OCC? OCC? Yeah. Or OOC. 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 OCD. Is not a survivor, Beast but he's... Master or uh, something? Hound? Do- hound, hound master? Something like that. I don't remember yeah, he's a dog yeah. whisperer. Right. Yes. Yeah. He's got um, a dog who's, you know, better a better character than he is. Yeah. <laughs> and a better person. But there are times, and I think everybody has been fantastic at the table. I never feel like there are issues personally between me and players. Oh no! Ever? No, I've never felt and la- uncomfortable. The last last session, this last Sunday, it got pretty heated. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, no, I loved it. Kimmy and I have fived because, <clears throat> like, our characters were both arguing, but we were like chomping at the bit to yep. do that. Um, so yeah, it was really good. But there are times I've approached Dave afterwards and said, "If you want to give me any feedback, like you and he." I'm totally open to feedback because I don't want to also roadblock and stall the game so that it's like, you know, I can find some way around it for my character if it's not fun, right. if it's not interesting. But he's always said, no, totally cool. Oh, yeah. Here's the other thing that that behavior can do, which is it enables you to be the center of attention all the time. So the GMs are spending an enormous amount of ten- time on you and your conflicts and your conflicts with the other player than the rest of the table. So if nothing else as a player, if you're if you're that person, it's like sometimes you just need to chill and maybe make a decision that isn't motivated by your character so that everybody else can have a good time. Or, or maybe you're, you you decide, you know what, instead of my character like right now having a confrontation, like if you have a lot of confrontations yeah. and it's good, and you've been, had the spotlight for, you know, the last yeah. three hours and 40 minutes of the of the four-hour right. session, maybe your, your character's, uh, my character's now quietly brooding, <laughs> trying to figure out how yeah. I'm going to solve this situation. Mm-hmm. Because that's perfect. When you're on stage, a perfectly good motivation is you need to go over there and get to the phone because it's ringing. It has has (laughs) nothing to do with whether or not your character knows how to talk or not. It's that's what's in the script. That's what you need to do. That's what the director said you needed to do. It's perfectly okay to sometimes do things. 
that seem out of character simply because the play, the game, has to keep moving and you need to let other people play. Yeah, Jen Human says, honestly, if I were a player in the Dead Rain game, I would so hate Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> really? I miss I yeah, missed that bottom. somehow. Like I had I had what do they call it? Hysterical blindness. I right. didn't even see it. Yeah. But no, I, mean, I would too. And people say the same thing about uh, uh, Stork and Max's character in the in the vampire game. Yeah, because yeah. they're both playing yeah. really cantankerous, hard yeah. to get along with yeah. Gangrel. Yeah, I understand and, now why there's only usually one Gangrel in the group. I, I get it. Yeah, now. because yeah, <laughs> now there's two. Mm-hmm. Well, and, who's and, gonna who's gonna have dominance? Who's gonna take dominance? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean Ruby would walk away not because she'd be pissed off, but if if it came down to this is really what that group wants and she's just not mentally prepared to right. pack it all in, she would totally be like, yeah, you guys go do the thing you need to do. Because it kind of sounds like fo- the rest of the party is kind of looking for a Shangri-La. Yeah. Right? Yep. They're looking for a place where there's no zombies, where they can yep. recreate the life that was. And you've yep. totally embraced the life that is. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. And that was right in my bio right. in the beginning, which was she just kind of shuffled into this and went eh, and that, this is the way it is now and, and, and I don't think there's any as long as story is happening it doesn't have to be the GM's story mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. now if you just, if it's just conflict conflict, 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 conflict yeah. and it's just literally session after session of arguing, that's going to get tiring Yep. but that's not what happens mm-hmm. most of the time. Usually someone relents, Yeah. things go on and then Another crossroad happens, yep. or another you know a moral conundrum happens, and there's another conflict again. And and maybe yeah. I mean as as, the, as the, this player who's in the minority, maybe instead of trying to save Milo, mm-hmm. go after another player, go after another yeah. character, find yeah. another character, yep. and tr- see if you can convert them. Yep. You know, and maybe talk to the the player and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing with my yeah. character. Because it's no, it's great. intrinsically more interesting if the party is split more evenly. At least it seems to me, rather than one player versus everyone else, it's a couple players versus the other couple of players, and 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 they can have their. It's 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 a more interesting conflict, at least to me. And then it doesn't seem like people are ganging up on one person, right. which is what I think kind of sounds like happened. It here. does, and and again, like we, I think most of us have said it. Sometimes that depends on the table, like if people are just right. or how they interpret how you're approaching that. Right, and then, but I mean, th- there's also people out there who are like, we're going to get through the GM's module, whatever that is, whether he made it himself or he bought it. Yeah, and we're trying to get through it, and we're trying to get all the treasure we can out of it, etc. Yeah, and that's what they're interested in, and that's fine. But, but it, it, it I, the games that I enjoy running and and playing in are are not that. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So. He, he clearly knows he has a problem because he says, "I'm turning into that guy." Right. Uh, he wants to know if he is that guy. Is he? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I, I think so. In spades, dude. <laughs> you, you are. Oh, I don't know about in spades because the fact he has the presence of mind to think that he is. Yeah. And that's. It's a good step towards not being that. <laughs> if you think to yourself, you know, I, I think I might be that that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and right. if you're thinking that, uh, there's hope. Yeah. hope for you. There's hope for you, but you probably are. <laughs> I think yeah. part of it too is knowing who you're playing with. Because I have I have a guy in my normal gaming group that we've our characters for some reason whatever game we play whatever system whatever mm-hmm. story it is 
our characters are always butting heads. We're great friends. We used to be roommates. Like we get along really, really mm-hmm. well. Just the way I want to play a character and the way he wants to play a character usually end up at odds. Right. And but I know that going in, so you kind of have to adapt to your group and realize, okay, this is the environment I'm going in. If I'm going to play a game with this person, I know they're probably going to play this kind of character. And if you can't do that, if you can't play the kind of character you want to play in a game with the kind of character that your friend's going to play, that may not be a good match. Sure. And, and also, you, you have to take into consideration the other people at the table. Yep. Mm-hmm. And are they going to be cool with you guys? Yep. I mean, they're, uh, in the last session, it was kind of a gang up on, on Gina's character because... Steven's character wasn't there. Yep. Because Steve, and, and that's the same thing. Steven and Hozier Rob. Yep. They always end up, their yep. characters always end up hitting each other. There's yep. a lot of history always. there. They're yes. like grumpy old men. They are. They're, they're both totally, grumpy old men. You'd uh-huh. think they would just sit and complain about their aches and pains. And dude, and the they're pills not they that old. They're like supposed to be like 53 or something. That's they're not, not even old. like, no, I know, right? <laughs> Assholes. They're just like, yeah. But it's true. And then Ruby will kind of try to if she if she sees a chink in the armor of somebody sort of leaning in the direction that she so she can kind of gravitate towards uh, having an ally for a nanosecond. Right. So she'll try to do that. Uh, average human says, as a GM, when my players get in an argument like that, I give I give their characters twenty minutes to sort it out. If they're still at it after that, uh, it's ripe for a random. Encounter to Absolutely. interrupt them, and that's what I do. Wandering damage, <laughs> right? Yeah. Spoilywogs. No, that's, that's an awesome idea because because mm. I think yeah that we had a lot of character development. I felt like when we got to fight with each other and yes. do a bunch of crap like that, it was we needed to do that. But I can I absolutely agree. Like you don't want forty five minutes of a three hour game. Yeah, but I don't want to punish them for role playing. But when it's only productive role playing, yeah. when it's just going in circles and nothing's getting answered, no one's going doing anything. Sometimes it's masturbatory. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always, but sometimes it's totally like it's yeah. We've all wanted to twist that knife. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, that's the end of my euphemisms. All right, Scott. Thank you for the email. Thank you. Yeah. Scott, and email back and cool. As somebody who's taken a lot of flack for apparently playing assholes. Apparently, <laughs> I, I I think you should try playing a nice. The guy wizard next time. went down the wrong. <clears throat> oh, uh, oh uh, the, speaking of dead rain, the session four is it mm-hmm. the next one coming up? Yeah. right? no, five is coming up. Five is coming up. Yep. But four is yeah, we yep. did four. Four should drop this week. Uh, well, this next coming week, like probably uh, it's Tuesday or Wednesday. Cool. cool. Uh, the story of dying three times And by the way, Dead Rain is published by Palladium Books Yeah mm-hmm. At palladiumbooks.com Sponsor of this episode of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast Is that available? Would like, can you actually buy that? You can Palladium. buy that You can buy that. You can go to palladiumbooks.com mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. buy it You can get an art drive RPG All fine e-tailers And game stores Awesome Support the show I like Support. game stores I really do uh, game stores are awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I bought a book because I wanted to have it. I, I liked you, having them. Did I tell you I went to a Warhammer store? Mm-hmm. No. Or a Games Workshop store. Mm-hmm. Okay. $300 later. <gasps> oh. You only bought one mini, didn't you? No, no, no. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put a Thousand Suns Army together. And the guy's like, okay. Well, but I don't, not, I'm not sure what, what, oh. I, what I can use in it and what I can't. At the time I had... Uh, what did I have? I had one set. I think I had Rupert Marines. One squad of Rupert Marines. 
and the guy's like, well, there's the Scarab called Terminators, and you could just get some uh, some regular Chaos Marines, and you just kind of paint them blue. But they can, you know, they can work together. Oh, well, you got to get Araman, and uh, here's what's his name if you want to get him. And I'm like, no, that guy's like a sixty dollar mini. I'll wait on him. I'll take Araman though. Araman's only forty dollars. One one mini. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Carissa, it's only whopper thin. <laughs> oh, couldn't possibly. I I'm gonna fill up. <laughs> That's like a total wine and more purchase for me for con. It's like 45% of the hotel for the weekend. I'm probably... It's Zangor's. I got Zangor's, too. And I'm probably 60% done with painting them, maybe. (gasps) Really? I'm close. Everything's primered. I've got the occult... Scarab occult marines and the Rubik marines are done. And then I've got a... I have to figure out what color combo I want to do with Zangor's, because I'm not... Not really sure what to do with them yet. What are we going to do, Stu? We're going to lose you as a GM. You're going to go off and do war games, and we're not going to have any game ready to run games. No, what I want to do is I want to get, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jim. Jim. Jim and Mike. Mike. Jim and Mike. What I was going to do is invite them over here, clear the table off, put down some terrain, drop cameras down on it, and and then get Zachary to play as well, because Zachary wants to play as well. And then Two of us can play Chaos. Two of us can play Imperium, because Zachary has his his Ultramarines. I would so. totally watch that. Wouldn't that be awesome? Seriously, I would totally watch that. And Zach, are, are Ultramarines yeah. blue? Yes, of course they are. Why wouldn't they be? Because it's a it's Ultramarine. A, it's Ultramarine. I primed them <laughs> Ultramarine blue. <laughs> That's awesome. In fact, I did not realize that Ultramarine blue. Was not specifically made for ultramarines, <laughs> and I looked it up and like, oh, that's an actual color. It's an actual and color. Stu's just gonna. And then I look at it compared to the ultramarines in the book, and I'm like, yeah, it's not actually the same color of blue. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, got, they got age on them and stuff. Yeah, don't worry about that. You and, your badass yeah. blue. And when the photograph, because you can't, you, unless it's color corrected, yeah, it's the same. Color. And it's the dopey thing is, I, I have ultramarines which are blue, and Thousand Suns which, which are, are blue. blue, but they're not ultramarine. You went with Navy or Royal, right? Uh, no, they have their own. I, I actually bought Thousand Suns Blue <laughs> for them, so they're they're all they're all primed oh, with the, the so proper colors. They sell their own color. paint too. Wouldn't oh, you? My God, this I is, would. Yeah, dude, they, they sell everything. The, the person that runs this has got to have an island that he just lives on. Him, he that's like, that's why they've got dozens or maybe hundreds of game workshop stores across the country, and they have their own stores that just like yeah, they're. They're like marijuana. I the first one. My Airman mi- Mini is this big, okay. and it's probably about two ounces of plastic, like and it was one? forty dollars. I, yeah, yeah. Is that the one? Oh no, yeah, no, no. There was no, one on that. Oh, that one's awesome. That's that's heavy. That's heavier than I thought it was going to be. That's what. Well, that's an actual metal mini. That's oh, that's, that's, a, that's my um, glitter, uh, boy. glitter boy. Oh yeah, from the roof skin. No, your other guy is like. He's big. He's, he's big. big. He's big, yeah. and he's on like a little disc of yeah. zinch or zinch or whatever it's called. All that. Anyway. He's cool. That's not RPGs. I said no. you were going to get all. I'm going to move on now because I'm getting more time. Can... Shall we? Uh, yeah. The story of dying three times in a single session in a long campaign from Nicholas in Stockholm. Can I? Can I read th- dying three times? Stockholm. Go for it. Cool. Hello, most prestigious of podcasters. Abdouche. I'd like to share the tale of when I died thrice in a single session while only forcing a single. Once fight. shall you die? Thrice. In a single session. Will this wind be semi-tale? The mountains <laughs> of the earth. 
What is that? It's Monty Python. It's much is what it's, it is. I remember it's that's actually like the most amazing, awesome. It's like the very first scene that nobody ever sees or remembers. They were, it's, like, it's the old man. It's he's sitting on the bridge of wow. doom or death. Carry on. That was pretty amazing. That was too awesome. Uh, our story begins in Lustria. Lustria. Basically South America and Warhammer. Where are oh look, Warhammer. We're our heroic yeah. settlers. Yeah. I know. We're going to get a GURPS yeah for Wormhammer now. Mm-hmm. Uh, had ventured deep into the tropical forest and set on freeing a, an enslaved community of miners beneath a mountain chain. Who are these brave heroes? Our leader is an alcoholic gnome priest for the thief god, Renald, followed by a pit fighter whose thirst for blood is only equal to that of gold. And then there was me, a druid on a quest of furthering the faith of the old gods into a new world. Or that was before a stray arrow caught his leg when hiding beneath a wagon. The subsequent infection forced me to create a new character. Ooh, that's sad. Yeah, that's a little harsh. The druid couldn't heal himself? Wow. Yeah. an infection? Like... Yeah. But, okay. That's sad. Okay. Um, This new character... Uh, would not be the party healer left in the forest when he couldn't walk. Oh, they left him. Uh, she would be a mighty and self-reliant combatant. This wood elf, mightiest of all the races, was yep. part of the freedom <laughs> fighters that the party joined when attacking the slavers. Due to some unforeseen circumstances, roles, uh, the roguish cleric did not make a good first impression on the freedom fighters, and that tension was something I enjoyed playing with. The fighter soon realized this uh, intervene with his goal. Wait, the, the fighter. In, in, this intervened. Uh, oh, intervened with his goal of winning yeah. and sets into motion his most brilliant of plans. He marches straight to where he left the druid to die, hoping he could save him. After only a few days, he has yet cr- again crossed the mountains and finds his brother in arms still alive. Uh, jungle fevering beyond playability. After a remarkable trial of willpower, the druid manages to remind his friend of his dying dying request. It won't be relevant for this story, as it was ignored, and soon after the druid passed away. You'd think that a druid in a rainforest would be like, this would be like nirvana for them. I'm like, I'm I'm surrounded by the green. Everything, it's like, this can kill anybody but me. This is my zone. This is a rainforest. The green is so strong here that it kills everything except me. Unless maybe he was from a temperate zone. Well, maybe he's from like he a mountainous a, forest, a, and you know, it's a different he, plant he life. And they don't have orange frogs that can kill you in one bite. He's, yeah. like, he's like a ton of. He's, like, he's, he's like an Arctic druid. Yeah, why not? Desert druid? Sure. <laughs> urban druid? Could have been an urban druid. Oh. Exactly. By urban the way, druid. small tangent here. My son is doing a research project, and they have to pick an animal from a rainforest and yeah. do like a, make like a little brochure on it. So he picked something's tapper, T A P I R. Oh, the taper, yeah. Holy shit! Little nose. No, no, there's nothing little about them. They (laughs) weigh between three and five hundred pounds. Yeah, they're like a pig. It looks like a pig and an anteater got together and then had gigantism. It's got this prehensile nose, but it's basically a pig with this big like. And they're huge. It's the largest land mammal uh, in uh, Central and South America. Good eating. I've never Uh, heard of that. They are they're uh, endangered or or something like that. Does it good eating? Because they're good eat. They also will charge and gore humans. Oh, because oh, they know they're good eat. Right. 
Yes, they have tusks. Oh, and and, We're like, and they, but their gestation period is four hundred days. So if you get eaten and they by have one offspring at a time, they don't have multiple births. So if they're good eaten, that's a problem. That's um, <laughs> that's how long elephant just. Gestation they, is super long too, right? Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's that's multiple you, years, two months yeah, or but, something like that. But an elephant's like two stories tall. I mean, I mean, it, it, these things on. are just like this is a dense pig. That big it sounds pigs. like. I mean, I've seen there are pigs that are probably bigger than this thing. You can I, be a big. Pig I saw too. a blue ribbon pig Oi. at the county fair, <laughs> Thank you. and it was huge. <laughs> but yeah, they're crazy, and they charge people. What do they, they charge them? What? <laughs> two bits. <laughs> Lord. Uh, anyway, where were death we? one. I've been learning about tapers. The party met up at the boat that is taking refugees down the river towards civilization. During a stop, a small child has run off and the elf joins the rescue party. What did her elven eyes see? Well, one tracked the young girl and the other was, as always, kept on the priest and the fighter, who kept acting strange. Maybe that's why she never saw the NPC sucker punching her in the back of the head for one of her racist remarks. I did say elves are the mightiest of races. And how. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Keep in mind that in Warhammer, if you strike first and hard, you will likely come out on top. That was death too. Stark, did you read yet? Uh, no, not fine. Fine. no, no, no! You're doing, you're doing a fantastic job. It's gonna be great. There's, there's no other emails though. Yeah, That's finish I, it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that. I just tag teamed you. I, I learned about wrestling at the last con. What's so. dead too? Tag. Turns out one of the refugees was an apprentice runesmith. This dwarf explored the old world for his exotic craftsmanship before his enslavement. Foreshadowing should tell you that won't be relevant. It won't. But I fought. I thought it was cool and worth sharing, especially as he was not involved in the hours of politics that ensued after the empirical colony had to deal with the unexpected refugee crisis upon arriving. The pit fighter was elected mayor. Good for him. Oh, it's a very it's a very C-3PO thing where he's the golden god. Right. Uh, word mm-hmm. of a nearby village stricken by plague reached the settlement, and guess who the mayor elected his personal carrier when undertaken with his quest? A sturdy dwarf. Before reaching the village, the fellowship encounters enormous plague, an enormous plague-bearing rat. The rat greets them, explaining how the village will surely die if they're not, if, if not soon receiving the antidote. Antidote he could provide, granted those intruders would run a minor errand for him. Seeing through his lies, our dwarf cries out in defiance. This vermin, oldest foe known to dwarves, will not tempt and deceive him. He, no lo- he is no longer a slave and will prove his worth both to gods and men. He charges the monstrous mutant. His traveling companions did not seem to share this view and waited patiently while their host disposed of the minor inconvenience before continuing to bargain for the villagers' lives. That was death three. <laughs> <laughs> this campaign remains on hold. I expect it will remain so as the druid, priest, and fighter arrived in Listeria. Lustria? Lustria. Lustria is Lusteria. entirely different yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> you get that from old hot dogs, right? Yes. <laughs> I thought that was the uh, the street that the Desperate Housewives lived on. The Lusteria Lane? Yeah. 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 Uh, arrived awesome. in Lustria. Uh, together, some ten sessions and all plot threads were, t- uh, was, were tied to them as a group. That should also uh, allude to the, <coughs> the fact that this many PCs death, deaths were unusual, even in Warhammer. That said, I hope you guys make time for exploring the Warhammer, or yeah, for exploring Warhammer at some point. 
with the hype surrounding fourth edition and the optional rule set of Zweihander. Zweihander? Depending on what part of the you're from. Ein zwei. Ein zwei. Yeah, so fall back on. This is a good time to stop. Two-hander. Yeah, zweihander. Ein zwei. Ein zwei. And this... And as this example may tell, uh, the game can be played with any set of people as the uh, setting is dark and deadly and everyone is a douchebag. I'm curious to see what happens when the episode count catch up catches up to 2017, but with my luck, I doubt you'll read it before the new year. Uh, we did. Ah! Ah! Man, unless this email's two years old, then sorry. Take care. Game on! And drink on! Niklas in Stockholm, Sweden. Is this a new Swedish? Finally to your forum. Uh, I don't. I don't. Niklas. I don't think so. Finally at your forum. We have oh, a lot of Swedes. Yay, we have a lot of more Swedes. Swedes. Well, there's a huge Scandinavian contingent, and I posted yeah. something not too long ago about how Scandinavia is taking over the RPG world. Mm-hmm. I even said it last time. Oh, you too. mentioned it last, yeah. Oh, for I, sure. They're, they're, it's crazy. I, they have a lot of time with bleak midwinters, I guess, that they spend in their houses, and they can role play more than we can. I don't that, know what it is. It's freaking Shangri-La it's there. We awesome. all know that. <laughs> it's, there's beautiful people and white snowy Shangri-La. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah, they're lying. Sweetie. Oh yeah, it snows. No, don't, don't come here. Don't come here. And, and you show up there, and it's sunny, and there's angels, and yeah, everything's but, made but, out of popcorn, and they're all like, oh, oh shit, they showed up. Now they know our secret. Yeah, but they got trolls. They have trolls. They yeah, have trolls. I'm sorry, that's that's a selling point. That's totally <laughs> awesome. That's. Did that's you ever awesome. you watch Troll Hunter? Right. Oh yeah. Uh, Troll on our recommendation. Oh yeah. Such a great movie. And to be fair, that's Norway, and oh. the Swedish contention is going to be mad because <laughs> sorry. Same continent, just different. Scandinavia. Yeah. Yeah. Why problem make when you no problem yeah. have you don't want to make? No. Trolls without borders. I Trolls play. without borders. Did you start playing the song already? <laughs> no, I played. Oh. Why problem make when you no problem <gasps> cool. have you don't want to uh, yeah, make? Yeah, I finally threw out my little thing. So I'm falling out. That's funny. All right. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. So I thought this week it would be because you know how I was like. I whatever about superheroes and then all of a sudden I was like superhero games are totally fun mm-hmm. and then I I this week was thinking about I don't remember what but how supervillain games are cool and we've talked about rippers and uh, what's the other savage game that's the dark uh, dark yeah yeah, but we know what it's we're talking dark. about. It's something else. No, what, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you, what, Super what are you hero, getting at? Superhero here? game in uh, man, it's in Savage Worlds. I can see it, but I'm uh, well, somebody's. Are you talking about the campaign where the it's the with everybody the villains? Yes, were yeah. taking over. Um, the, uh, necessary, <laughs> evil. necessary evil. evil. <clears throat> yeah, it's not dark. Yeah, it's necessary evil. Okay. It's dark. It could be dark. It is. So if you didn't play that game, yes, but you wanted to, you wanted to have a game where you played. You know, it's basically like Suicide Squad, I think. What what system would you look at? Or would you do Necessary Evil? Or would you do... I don't know. It's hard not to think about things like GURPS and stuff, too. I mean, I've, I've played one superhero game, and we did it through Mutants and Masterminds, which is complicated. Oh. Character building is complicated, because okay. you have points, and you basically build powers from scratch. Uh, but once it's built, it's an easily run game. It's just character creation is a beast. It um, is. So I would I would probably mean some masterminds though. I mean cuz there you can basically build anything you want. Oh, it's like champions. 
Except character creation sports. <laughs> yeah. I, I tried to make an armored character in Champions and it started with PowerPoint or, and everything and I fell down this rabbit hole and it was like days and days what and you days do is of you, figuring stuff you out. You build that shit using the basic rules book. Wow. You, you did okay. the, oh, the basic was, rules but, book. But he's an armored character so everything is, it's, you've got PowerPoints, you've got a power pool, then you've got like each, you're buying, <laughs> you're buying each Point him, and then you're then you're distributing it's just a power fo- from the pool. It's just a, a, a inaccessible focus. Right, he's wearing but, it. but then, but okay. Anyway, it got it got it got nuts. Everything everything that the suit can do just has the the uh, inaccessible focus thing applied to it. Yes, but then each one there is some math. Yes, but then each power can draw certain points from your power pool. Oh, you had variable power pool. Yeah, <clears throat> variable power pools. For the win, yeah, yeah. Um, I would Kimmy would say wild talents, but having never sure. really played wild is, talents, yeah, that is that's a, valid. It's a really valid point. I don't know why you're shying away from Savage Worlds. What's the what's the deal there, Gina? The hell? Oh no, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm just wondering if there's. I don't know. Maybe I want to make it harder on myself. I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm like, what could you do? What system could you do that you wouldn't really think would be the system to? And I was like, oh, you could reskin Blades in the Dark, and you could. And then I started doing that. Sort of thing, because yeah, you could totally do supers in Savage Worlds, because Savage is totally fun. It's, it's or necessary. It's bump. not broken. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. I think. I think, and everybody complains about well, a bolt, a I, bolt is a bolt. I'm like, no, I think. I think well, the reason I was straying away from that though <laughs> is I I'm in my head. You want to try something new? Gritty game. Oh, you want to? Oh, like, mm. this is Dark Knight. This isn't. Oh, like this that, isn't, especially if you're playing if yeah. you're playing villains, champions. Yeah. Hero. See, that would be, that'd ki- be cool. Kill. Yeah. No. Well, re- would you? Well, uh, they all have killing attacks. Yeah. Yeah. You're fighting cops and or. If you want gritty, go with Gerbs. Because there is a level of fear involved with Gerbs. Yeah. <laughs> Just it's built into the system. Hero too. Um, I was, but I think Savage I was trying as well. to think of something less like. If, you, you could have Savage with no hefty. bennies. Hefty. Yeah, you could. You could do Savage with no bennies. That's true. It still then feels it's scary pulp. as hell. It is, but it still feels pulpy to me. Which yeah, but that's superheroes, though, right? Until you reach for a Benny to soak a wound. It's some <laughs> superheroes. It's not. It's not the crow. It's not. Oh, but, you yeah, know. It is. but that's flavor. Like that's yeah, re- reflavoring mm. things. Yeah, but, but, but the mechanics system, and system high five inf- system informs flavor. Yes, and the crow can't if be it's killed, good. so it's not really a problem. Um, it's hard. It's hard to. I mean, it, it's not easy to kill people and kill characters in uh, in Savage Worlds. Worlds. Uh, and you want a game where you can kill people. Uh huh. You want you want you want death to be yeah real, a real boss. Then do it in Traveler. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I was trying to see if anybody said anything, but maybe not. You need to you need to make some rules expansions for Traveler to have superheroes. <laughs> they make them all psionicists. Oh yeah. Do their psionic rules? Different flavors like uh, imbartable. Oh yeah, I have to say uh, there imbartable. is magic in Traveler. I don't know why he told me to say that the last time, but maybe he means that Traveler's magic. Uh, Master Vidar says supers were, were broken in GURPS, so they fix it in fourth. Yeah, most. Yeah, I've I've read through it. The, the original supers supplement, which I think came out for second edition, I think second edition, um, was horribly broken. Uh, they basically took all the design concepts for GURPS and threw them out the window. No, oh, really? Yeah, it was terrible. Well, here's the thing about supers is that you can build a breaky super but that's the old easy. One. And well, any in any system, I can build a speedster, or I can build a I can build a Galactus or an Iron Man, and it's going to be completely it's going to completely overpower your well, devil. Let it's me say gonna. let me say, 
it, I don't know if it was broken. I, I don't know if I don't think we ever ran it to know that for certain. But all of the design uh, concepts about interoperability between GURPS campaigns was thrown out of the window because you had you, you, you had a um, when you bought your like, strength stat mm-hmm. in GURPS, it cost you ten points for yeah to have an eleven, twenty points to have a. Uh, 20, 30 points to have a 30, 45 points to have a 40, 60 points to have a 15. So it, it costs you more. It's like a, what do they call that? Uh, not logarith- Is it logarithmic scale? Uh, I'll I don't know. Yeah, it'd be a logarithm because it's, it's exponential. It, 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 exponential. That's oh, what, it, okay. it's, it's, sort of, it, it's exponential to a certain point. Okay. And then it's like for every level after that, you have to spend, I don't remember what it was, 150 points or something or In- for next level up for strength, right? When you got to a certain point. Oh, gotcha. Okay. In in the original group supers, if I recall correctly, okay. once you bought eighteen points in strength, every point after that cost one point. Oh. In which version was this? The original Whoa. supers. I think it was second edition. That's banana it may have sandwich. been even before then. It was dumb, and it's like the problem. The problem that GURPS had was you can build someone who shoots blasts out of their eyeballs, yeah. or you can build someone who is. Uh, Resilient and, and is super armored, or you can build someone who's fast, but to build someone who's super super strong, like Superman strong, requires everything. Thousands of po- of yeah. character points. It's in groups now, though. Like I don't know about supers, but it that's like a five hundred point character, right? In four, Superman. Superman. No way. I swear. Mm, I, I thought I don't think so. And and decks because in four decks decks and int are your expensive stats, right? Those are the twenty point. Like every time you bump, it's twenty twenty oh, versus strength is I think 10. so. Yeah, I think so. Because I, Superman can do everything. He is, he is the most expensive things to buy. He can run super fast. He's got laser blasts. He can fly. And it's like Batman can, is five hundred. Yeah, he's invulnerable. He can, I mean, it, it's the, the problem. He's 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 the top end of that scale. There is really no other one to, to no. measure up against. Well, I mean, even it, a character like Iron Man, who's completely modifiable. Yeah, you can basically put a bunch of points into a power pool, and then he just adds a laser blast. For we don't have well, in GURPS. Well, I mean, but that's not a that that wouldn't be a super that wouldn't be a super's character. That's a dude with a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like that's Batman cyber. Too. Yeah, Bat- Batman. You can build Batman on a two hundred point character. Yeah. Just go out and steal a lot of money Gadgets. and then buy everything you need. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, because they don't have. I, I mean, I, although I think in the powers book, they have rules in there now. I think there's rules in there for for um, buying. Buying equipment with character points, I believe. In Hero, that's okay. they did it kind of. I think really? they did it kind of the same way Champions did, where you have a thing, and if it's an object that can be taken away, but it has a certain power, the power has a point cost, and then it's modified down because it's stealable. Basically, same yeah. thing with a, a an attainable, obvious focus. I remember playing Champions back in the day, and if you were building a, a gizmologist or a gadgeteer or whatever, yeah. they they could do anything, but you had to buy it with experience points, right? Right. And then, Okay. As opposed to a lot of other people, if you were on the strength track, you could only really get things from the strength track section. Right. But a, th- that was the cool thing about a gadgeteer is they could pretty much add anything. Oh, I want laser blast. Oh, I want flight. Oh, I want to hit things. I want armor. Right. I want to so That's, could, that's the magic of your variable power pool. Yes, exactly. Well, that's kind of the great thing about being some masterminds is that you build the powers from scratch. So you can have uh, a psionic who has a psionic blast, and you can have an Iron Man who has you know, a photon blast. It's the same power mm-hmm. in the book. It costs the same amount of points. 
It's just you're flavoring it differently. But for example, if you're building Iron Man, you would get like some points back because you need the suit to do it. You can't do it outside of the exactly. Suit, right? Right. So you yeah. have to. It's it's a it's a drawback. It's a yeah. yeah. What's your superpower again? I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> Billionaire that's Playboy totally philanthropist. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's totally what that is. I'm waiting for them, them to have a superhero based on someone who's like a super wealthy nerd. Like Reed Richards? I don't know who Reed Richards is. Uh, uh, Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. He's not a nerd, he's a scientist. He's a scientist. There's a difference. Yeah. A uh, Peter Parker? No. Maybe like well, Spider Man Homecoming Peter rich. Parker. He's not rich. No. He's not rich. But a rich nerd. I'm trying to think Bill of. Bill Gates. Someone like Bill Gates. I don't know. Doctor Strange is like rich. But he's Science a nerd. douchebag asshole too. Right? He is. Yeah. That you didn't say they couldn't be. Well, that's true. That's <laughs> no, do you mean? Are you but saying yeah. nerd but mean geek? Like someone who's super geeky? Like super? Oh no. Okay. No, I thought a geek is someone <laughs> yeah, who, no, it's who eats true. crazy shit. Well, yes, that Wait, is the what? original term for geek. From like a oh, yeah. yeah. side like show. Eats light yeah. bulbs. Yeah. Right? One yeah. of us. One of us. Yeah. Yeah. Freak show. Freaks. Mm-hmm. Was that with yeah. Todd Browning? Never saw it. I'm with you. You, you're looking at you. You I'm know everything. I'm going to be putting Thank down. You. Yeah, Thank I got you. you. I got you. you. Try not to cross talk. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I, that's all I got. It's, cool. That's it. Thank you again for, to Palladium yes. Books yep. for sponsoring this episode. And we've got our fourth fourth session will drop this week. Fifth session we're playing tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, two days. Today. Oh, it's Friday. That's right. Yeah. We're playing on Sunday, 4 p.m. Pacific time. I totally thought it was Saturday, too. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to get in the zone. Uh, 4 p.m. Pacific time on Saturday. Sunday. 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 Yeah. And we'll be there, and you should be, too. And those are ga- is there a game on Monday? Yeah. And a game on Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Riffs and Razor Ridge. Ridge? Yeah. Kimmy yeah. has created a remarkable schedule that she's been updating yeah. and we'll be frantically. That up. If you go to happyjacks.org slash schedule, you'll find it. Or just happyjacks.org. And it's, if you scroll down, yeah. if you take the time to scroll down once or twice, you'll, the schedule will roll by. I believe it's over there on the sidebar. Yep. yep. Yeah. Down yes. a little bit. Pass yep. all it of is. the ads. Thank you very much for joining us. Yep. Please I'm watch gonna... our actual plays and, uh, and then chime in. And if you're a, if you're a Amazon Prime member, subscribe. Subscribe. You can subscribe. You got one subscription for free. And and if you subscribe and haven't updated it, you can do it again. Please subscribe. Woo-hoo. Because the more you subscribe, the further up on there we go, the more the more that they like us. Yeah. And yeah. It's a whole it's it's, it's a whole feedback it's just loop. It's super awesome. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, Thank you for joining us for season 20, episode 12, 12? of Happy Jack Show Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Gina. I'm Joey. I'm Stork. And we'll see you on Sunday for Dead Rain, and then on Monday, and then on Wednesday, and then next Friday. And we'll see you then. Yeah. That's it. Thank you very much. We'll leave you with a song. Bye. Michigan to Australia, and maybe East Timor, be a
preceding program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire. Bum, 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 bum.